0: In this week's episode of the Choosing Happy podcast, we look at choosing business freedom, setting yourself up as an entrepreneur, either online or offline, in your own business. We also have a quick look at how to create an instant cash boost in your business before Christmas this year. So look out for that. All of this and more in the Choosing Happy podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 48. I'm Heather Masters, and this is the Choosing Happy podcast. And this week, I wanted to cover entrepreneurship, small businesses, and how they make such a huge contribution to the economy. I also want to explore why small businesses are so important and how entrepreneurship can be the greatest personal development journey of your life. If you're thinking about starting an online business or even an offline business, stay tuned because I'm going to go deep into entrepreneurship in this episode. One of the facts that you might not know is that in the UK, that small businesses don't just impact the UK economy, they are the UK economy, making up around 99.9% of all businesses. With over 6 million small businesses in the UK, their impact is undeniable. In fact, recent data shows that small and medium-sized businesses in the UK had a combined turnover of $2.18 which amounts to an impressive 52% of the private sector's overall turnover. It's clear that small businesses play a crucial role in the UK, serving as the foundation for economic growth. However, not only do they contribute to the economy at the national level, but they also have a significant impact on local communities. And I think the local community aspect is becoming more and more important as we look to take back our involvement in our own local regions and local communities around the UK. Let's take a little bit of a closer look at how small businesses and entrepreneurship contributes to the economy. They contribute to job creation. Employment rates are often used as one of the key indicators of the health of the economy. In the UK, small businesses play a crucial role in increasing employment rates and maintaining the overall health of the economy as they employ around 16.3 million people. When jobs are created by small businesses, it not only benefits the individuals who are employed, but it has a ripple effect throughout the economy. Newly employed individuals have more money to spend, which in turn boosts consumer spending and overall economic activity. This increased economic activity can lead to higher demand for goods and services, which can lead to increased production and employment opportunities in related industries. Small businesses and entrepreneurship also have a significant impact on the UK's GDP, single-handedly generating quarter of the country's GDP. That's a substantial contribution to the GDP, and it makes it clear that supporting small businesses is essential to ensure long-term economic growth and prosperity in the UK. And personally, don't think this is really reflected. We aren't told about this. It's kind of a hidden economic secret that it's actually small businesses that are propping up the UK in a world where the government and large organisations seem to want to take control. And I think we forget how much power as small business owners and entrepreneurs we have in our contribution to the economy as a whole, whether it's the UK or the US. Shopping with small businesses helps keep town centres alive. And if you spend £10 at a local independent shop, it can result in up to £50 more being recirculated in the local economy than if £10 was spent at a chain store. This is because business owners are more likely to spend their own money locally, such as local restaurants, pubs, with other businesses, creating a multiplier effect that benefits the entire community and allows all small businesses to thrive. By supporting local businesses and smaller businesses online, consumers can help create a cycle of economic activity that supports the livelihoods of their neighbours and fosters a stronger sense of community. So, entrepreneurship and having your own small business really does impact the economy as a whole and local economies and local communities, especially. So, what does it take to create your own business? I specifically help online entrepreneurs and small businesses to get clear on their messaging, get clear on their niche to create a strategy that's going to help them grow and to clear any mental blocks they may have in building their business. An online business, especially an information business where you're expected to create content, you're expected to hold webinars, to engage constantly with your audience and with your would-be clients, requires many skills that we weren't required to have 10 years ago. I know I'm old enough to remember. It's almost like creating a performance. You become a performance in your business online. No longer is it about just simply selling products. An online business owner today, especially when they're starting out, and obviously depending on the budget they have when they start, will be effective to wear many, many hats. From creating your content, which can include taking photographs, creating designs in Canva, creating memes, getting creative with your video, scripting, writing, copywriting. All of these skills are generally required by an online business. And To some extent, it's really worth getting a foundation in these skills because even if you hire someone, it's good to know what the expected level is so that you can fairly judge the work that's been produced for you. The thing with online businesses, especially now, is that there is a lower barrier to entry in terms of most people have access to the internet, they have access to a mobile phone or a computer or a tablet, and they can create content and load it up to the internet. So there's a real low barrier to entry because even in terms of technology, you can start groups and subscriptions from things like Facebook groups all the way to Patreon and locals and other platforms that allow you to host groups for free. So there's low startup costs as well. But what all of that does is make it a very competitive landscape at the moment for information products. And that's getting worse as we see the advent of AI and the ability to create content instantly. So how do you create an online business that's going to stand out personally i believe that we all still want to deal with people so i personally believe that if you are going to start an online business that the personal touch is important the ability for someone to reach out and speak to a real person is key that's what's going to set you aside from ai although we do already have a lot of very clever AI bots and chat apps that can answer questions for you. Now, these can make it really much easier, especially for solo entrepreneurs to be able to manage customer questions. And yet, I think that in an age where there is remoteness and there is isolation, we crave more human contact. So adding things like groups and communities to your offering where you actually show up and speak to people is going to help you stand out from the crowd. One-to-one coaching and group coaching is also going to help you stand out from the crowd. People want to be able to connect. They want to be able to connect with people in the same position, with the same ideas, the same struggles and to be able to connect with someone who can help them, to be able to see your face and know that you're not just an avatar or an AI creation. So that's one area to really think about if you are thinking about setting up a business online. Now there are very many different types of business online. I'm mainly talking about coaching, information products, courses, service businesses. If you're selling products online, then obviously the face-to-face connection is, is possibly not so important. The creation of content, the marketing of your products and services is still important. The ability to stand out from the crowd is still important. So understanding the difference between features and benefits for your product or your service is still very, very important. People don't buy features. They buy what they're going to get from your product or service. They buy the end result, the transformation. They're not even interested in your course. They're not interested in you. They're interested in what it does for them. That's why they'll pay you their money. I mentioned before that setting up an online business is the biggest personal development experience of your life. It's Really does bring you back to the realization that you're absolutely responsible for everything that happens within your online business. If you're not making sales, it's really easy to take it personally and think it's something about yourself. But often it's just about the messaging, it's about the copywriting, it can be about how an ad works. And even if you've got a whole sequence from an ad, through to a sign-up form, through to a sales page, through to a webinar, through to an offer page. Each element of that sequence, there could be one thing that's wrong somewhere in that sequence that's causing you to lose potential buyers. It's not actually personal. It's a learning of the skills of creating each element so that it works seamlessly. The other part of building an online business is the mindset that keeps you resilient and keeps you showing up energetically and keen and with desire to serve and with enthusiasm for your audience. Those are the skills that are going to get you through above and beyond everything, anything, there are people who may not know half as much as you do about your subjects, but if you're sitting in the background scared to show up on a video, and I've been guilty of that, as you can tell, then you're likely to get less of an audience and therefore less sales. In some ways, it's a numbers game, though you can get good clients from a small list. Again, It just depends about your product or service and how you're offering it, how you're showing up and what is the transformation. Ultimately, it's the value, the transformation and how you're positioning that transformation. Are you making it clear that they're going to get such great results from your service or are you messing it up? Is it getting lost in translation of the messaging? The power of one. My favourite thing at the moment because I have been so guilty of getting this one wrong. Just remembering the power of one for everything. Until your business is rocking and rolling and generating the cash that you want and you've been going at it for a year or two, remember the power of one. Choose one area, one niche and one offer, one product or service that you're going to go all in on till you have that whole flow of ads or outreach through to sales absolutely nailed till it's automatic, till you can say your signature workshop in your sleep, till you know that it's so honed and refined that you know it's going to generate your customers every time you go out there until you get to that point, don't go off at a tangent. I'm brilliant at going off at tangents. And with our age of ADHD and of low focus, it's really important to become focused, become focused on that one thing, become determined, committed to actually get that one thing working, to know that it's something that your audience wants is really important. So make sure you've done the research up front and then get passionate about your message, your service, and the results, and giving loads of value to your clients and leads. That's what's going to make you successful. And nailing it down so that that whole sequence is seamless and effortless for you. And that takes time, it takes commitment. And it takes a certain resilience and mindset to keep going, to keep cycling through the creation, the review, the lessons, the tweaking to make it better over and over again. So that's the power of one. And the power of one includes your content in all areas, everything you post on social media, every blog you write, every podcast you write, should include the power of one. Have I done that yet? No. And I realize it. And that's my biggest learning from 2023 is the power of one. And I really, really recommend that you learn that right up front before you start your online business. And if you've already started and you're all over the place and you haven't managed to get one thing finished, then come back and start with the power of one. Choose that one thing that you're going to go all in on and really focus and do it. So, if you are fancying a financial boost to your business before Christmas this year, I have a few things for you. It is, after all, Cyber Monday. So, I have a PDF which has 25 tips on how you can generate extra income in your life and in your business in the next 30 days. So that's a free download and the link is in the show notes. The other thing is a course I am releasing tomorrow, which is a really short course and it is not expensive at all. And I'm still offering 50% off because it is Cyber Monday and we're still into the final days of November. So I'm offering this at 50% off until friday 1st of december and that course is content coaching how to take any piece of content that you have successfully used in the past and convert it to a coaching program which you can sell to a small list which if you want results fast you can put in the work and get results within a week So that is available from tomorrow. And again, I'll include a link and instructions in the show notes on how you can be on the wait list for that and be one of the first people to get informed of when that goes live tomorrow. And the final thing I wanted to mention in this week's podcast is that we finished the Authors' series, the interviews with authors, and we are now starting an interview series with entrepreneurs. And that's really one of the reasons I focused in on entrepreneurship and small businesses this week, because, as I say, as we already looked at, they contribute ninety nine point nine percent to the economy in the UK. That really undervalued in my opinion. And I'd like to spend the next few weeks celebrating entrepreneurship, celebrating those solo entrepreneurs who are building businesses and supporting the economy. And one of the things about being an entrepreneur is that you have more control over your future and your security than you do working for another business. And sometimes that that feels like that's not true. But if you get it right, if you really do use the power of one and you learn all of the skills of marketing, then you really do control your future as an entrepreneur. So we are spending the next few weeks, probably right through till February, the end of February, talking to successful entrepreneurs and I'll be putting out snippets of previous interviews I've had with some very successful six- and seven-figure entrepreneurs, and we'll add some more as we go through this series as well. But we're going to start off with solo businesses who are doing pretty well anyway and are in very different markets and niches, online and offline, and it's going to be a great pleasure. There's some amazing people already lined up. I have three interviews lined up this week. I already have one recorded, ready to go next week. So watch this space. And if you are really thinking about setting up your own business, either online or setting up your own cafe or whatever it is, listen in over the next few weeks and you will hear from entrepreneurs who've really chosen their happy business, who've really committed to what they love in order to build a business they love and serve their ideal clients. So that's all coming up in season three of Choosing Happy. And I would love it if you have any questions, any specific areas of entrepreneurship that you would like help with, please do email me at heather at choosinghappy.co.uk and I will make sure to include the questions and look for people to interview to answer your questions. I'm really looking forward to talking to these amazing entrepreneurs and watch this space. And I highly recommend that you subscribe so that you receive the emails which not only notify you about the entrepreneurs but also include special offers from our guests that you can join in on. Thank you again for your time and for listening today. I am really excited at what's ahead for the Choosing Happy podcast. I am now on YouTube, if you didn't know, so you can catch the show and videos and interviews on YouTube as well. Thank you again for listening. Please do share if you know anyone who you think can benefit from listening. And I will see you again next week with the first of the interviews in the Choosing Business series. I'm Heather Masters, and this is the Choosing Happy Podcast.